things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Sorry. Grace and peace, grace and peace. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host, K-Dub. And today, today, I want to talk about Marcus Rogers describing the Godhead in a way no one has ever heard before. But before we get into that, make sure you like this video. Smash that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. And as always, click the notification bell so you'll be aware when I drop future content. Yo, guys, I'm very happy. I got a new, new drink, Waterloo, new flavor, uh, summer berry, and it it is it is tasty for all my Waterloo lovers out there. You gotta have this, but uh, guys, you know how we do it. We have sponsorships, so let's get into our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Trisha Ramos Real Estate. Is a move in your near future? Did you know Trisha Ramos is a local realtor in DFW and can actually help you in all 50 states across America? Maybe you have heard of her or Fish with Trish segments on the Way of the Master Radio with Ray Comfort and Wretched Radio. As she fished for souls, now she is listing and fishing. Contract today if you like to list your home and have her help you fish for a new one. Message her today for help at list and fishwithtrish.com. Contact information is in the description if you'd like to hear more. Now, let's continue our, our show today. So, I hope you guys are ready. I hope you guys are buckled up. I hope you guys are ready for what I'm going to describe as the most heretical version of God I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard many heretical versions of God. So bad. So much heresy is going to take two versions. This is going to be part one. I'm telling you a part two. And I don't know. There might be part three because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out through all of today's. But someone said, uh, let me let me review a comment here because someone said, where can I find your music, brother? Uh, on my channel, uh, the channel, the song that opened up is a song of mine called Clean, if you would like to hear it. Uh so yeah, so hope you enjoy that. Uh, my channel is a good way to hear that, hear, hear my music, and so I hope hope you like the intro. I I like it, <laughs> so I hope you like it. Um, I listen to every minute of that hour and I believe 12, 13 minute uh, session. And Marcus Rogers, the title of the video goes something to the extent of explaining the God, explaining Godhead in a never way or new way or never never way done before so whenever you hear someone say um <laughs> let me let me address this comment kate up when you're going to come to the truth when are you going to escape your cult uh the hebrew Israelite is a cult if you like the dialogue we can do that so uh wrong video for that but since you want to throw a shot i got a shot back only mine's true <laughs> uh <clears throat> nevertheless um, yeah, I watched all that video and it was, it was garbage. Imagine if I said, came to you and I said, Hey, I have a new, I have a way of salvation never described before. 
would you would you accept what I was going to say? Because <laughs> what is that insinuating? It, it, it's insinuating that all the Christians um, prior to me, right? I'm the first one that's got it right. So essentially, that's what that's what Marcus Rogers is saying. Prior to him, we did not have the full revelation of God. I know other cults that have started like that. Um, <clears throat> but before we get into the video, I want um, I want to read scripture. Grace and peace, Jerry Montero. Hope you like my Spanish pronunciation. You know, I, I, I got a little <laughs> Spanish in my, you know, DNA. But hope you enjoy the channel, man. Great to have you here. Chat, show Jerry some love. Show Jerry some love. But I want to get into some scripture, guys, before I start this video. Deuteronomy 13. And if you don't mind, I would like to read the whole chapter. Okay, it says, <clears throat> if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you to come to pass, it tells you come to pass, and if he says, let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them, you should not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of slavery to make you leave the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from your myths. Continue on verse 6. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or your wife, you embrace, or your friend who is your as who as is as your own soul entices you secretly saying, "Let us go and serve other gods." which neither you nor your fathers have known. Some of the gods of the people who are, are around you, whether near you or far from you, from one end to the earth to the other, you should not yield to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him, nor shall you conceal him, but you shall kill him. Your hand shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterward, the hand of all the people. You shall stone him to put him to death with stones because he sought to draw you away from the Lord your God you brought, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And all Israel share here in fear and never again do any such wickedness as this among you. If you hear in one of your cities which the Lord your God is giving you to dwell there, that certain worthless fellows, love that language, worthless fellows have gone out among you and have drawn away the inhabitants of their city saying, let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known. Then you shall inquire and make search and ask diligently and behold, if it be true and certain that such an abomination has been done among you, you shall surely put the inhabitants of the city to the sword, devoting it to destruction. All who are in it and its cattle with the edge of the sword. You should gather all its spoil into the midst of its open square and burn the city and all of its spoil with fire as a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God. It shall be a heap forever. It shall not be built again. None of the devoted things shall stick to your hand that the Lord may 
turn from the fierceness of his anger and show you mercy and have compassion on you and multiply you as he swore to your fathers. If you obey the voice of the Lord, keeping all his commandments that I am commanding you today and doing what is right in the sight of the Lord your God. This, my friends, is the word of God. This is what we are to obey. And it is my assertion, giving giving um, Marcus Rogers own words that he presents to us a God we have not known. A God no one's ever heard of prior to him. Um, and I'm going to demonstrate that. Uh, Marcus Rogers and a a um, another, uh, I guess, fellow church member of his decided to do some teaching on the Godhead. And in that, <laughs> they deny the Trinity. Um, we're going to we're going to we're going to see. You, are, are you ready? <laughs> are, are you ready to hear? Uh, you're, you're probably not ready to hear the, the heresy. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to create some suspense, you know. trying to create some suspense uh, but no um yeah let's get into it guys let's get into it yeah i'm gonna get this live stream up and going i believe that this live is going to be just uh revolutionary for the body of christ particularly the remnant not remnant there's going to be some religious folks no matter what they're going to want to argue they're going to want to debate so all you guys if you don't if you do not d affirm this particular teaching one you're not you're not a part of the remnant <laughs> two you're um what did he say uh oh yeah you're just a religious person that likes to debate right and so <laughs> you know um hey this is Marcus Rogers' own words. I, I kept this in here to, to give you guys a strict warning, you know, um, about this. So I, I want to address this because this is our Trinity, Trinity denying friend. He says, you are throwing rocks from a God house, portraying God as a tri-person that falls into a new way, explaining God. Sir, do some reading because that's not true. The Trinity has been around for thousands of years. I don't even think you will agree with what Marcus Rogers is going to say. So be careful before you, <laughs> you, you you throw rocks at a glass house. Be careful, my friend. So that'll be my only comment to you because I got a lot to discuss here. But I believe that those are the, that are just spirit filled, um, that are ready for a move of God, that desire some unity in the body of Christ. This video is going to bless you now. So, hey, if you don't affirm everything he's about to say. You don't have the spirit. You're not spirit filled. You're right. You're not. You're part of the remnant. Right. Like I said, I've already shown how Marcus Rogers operates in the cult mindset. You know, right. If you, if you don't if you don't if you're not going to believe this new way. And guys, I'm going to say. No one has ever explained God in the way we're about to hear. I'll give you a hint. It's going to have something to do with cell fusion and all that but we'll get into that <laughs> so let's get it the godhead uh me and prophet will we were sitting here prophet that i mean <laughs> I, I i can't keep stopping it we'll never get anywhere and talking about it last night and we've talked about it for a long time and as we were you know just talking he's had some you know uh revelations and some dreams and things like that 
I just begin to feel chills in my body. And I said, man, you know, for years. Let me say something, because what's going to be presented about God is this dream of Williams. I think his name is William Jackson the third or something. William Tyrone Jackson the third or something like that. Um, that's what we're about to hear. All this is, is supposed to be uh, something of his dream. So I'm just warning you guys. I I guess we should accept Joseph Smith version because he had a he had a visitation, you know, he had a visitation. He he won up yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so um, yeah. Um, the reality is, you know what? There's gonna be people that are. Not Hold on, let me address my brother here, uh, Bess. He says, "What was there any scripture or just talking? It was. We're gonna read a scripture and then we're gonna go and give example. It, put it like this: there was no exegesis. So yeah." your denomination that are going to heaven yep. explanation as you guys see from the image we've got you know a couple little props <laughs> uh i'm not gonna go into that but that's supposed to be god we'll get there but just just hold on to your seat guys i mean guys we're gonna be here for a while so hold on to your seat get comfortable not in the heresy but get comfortable <laughs> not in the heresy though uh, a couple little explanations but the best thing to do is go to the word of God. Agree. I'm very excited about this. Okay. Now, now watch the scripture he starts off with, because it's gonna it's gonna be actually one of the platforms they use to explain the rest of this. But go ahead. Number one, let's say this from the beginning. First Timothy three sixteen, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Everybody that gets on this live needs to understand great is the mystery of godliness. I think me and Will would both agree that, you know, a lot of times people try to act like they fully understand God in their feeble human minds. All right. So the Godhead, first John five, seven, for there. Are hold on. Hold on. Marcus, Marcus, slow down. Slow down. Before we go to first John five, seven, <laughs> I find I find that ironic because he goes to that text about. Great is the uh, uh, great is the mystery of godliness, and what he's going to that is well, no one really knows, but he literally spends an hour trying to explain God. So that's the whole ironic irony of that. Um, someone said, "What's up with the dollars?" I I don't see a dollar sign on my screen, so I don't know what y'all talking about. So, um, yeah. So back to the video, <laughs> please. Short attention span, guys, please. Um, yeah, so he, he spends an hour explaining God when he, he literally starts off this video saying no one can know him. That's the problem. We try to fit God in our box yet. He's literally going to put God in the box. Guys, I'm not joking. Wait, guys, I, <laughs> you guys are going to be blown away by the anthropomorphic, I guess, examples that's trying to use it. And, and it literally contradicts everything he says after he reads the scripture is going to contradict everything that we know he, he or he, they, they're going to contradict him so much, so much. There's so much. I, I might need to need, I need a double dose of this Waterloo. Three that bear record in heaven, the father, the word and the Holy ghost. And these three are one. All right. Now, I believe First John five seven is a uh, textual variant. Now, some people may disagree. Um, hey, we can disagree, but 
I would say um, First John five seven is not a strong. Like if I was a modalist, I would be arguing for First John five seven um, to be a textual variant because it's it, it seems to be a very strong Trinitarian verse. You know, so but he uses that for proof of modalism. What we're gonna try to do is we're gonna stick. What I like to do is I look at the Bible and I say, man, I believe in this. I believe in this. And I try not to use these trigger words that make people upset. Trigger words that are not in the Bible. We like Bible. I mean, Bible's not in the Bible. Yeah, you use the word Bible. So, um, I'm not real. <laughs> uh, you know, sure. Can we be concise and to the point? I've already said, hey, this is going to be in depth. So if you don't have the attention span to, you know, sit around for that, I, I do understand. And God bless you. So um, I understand. I will be in depth. So sorry. Well, no, I don't apologize for that. So um, this might not be the video for people who want a 10 second response and who want a 20, 20 minute video. Sorry, this might not be for you. So we will continue with this. So um and one thing he does as well is he'll he'll just quote a verse. He doesn't explain the verse. He just goes on to it's it's the verse is a launching pad. You you see this a lot with um like word of faith preachers or like prosperity preachers, right? Um, they don't explain the verse. They just use the verse as a launching pad to talk about something else. And grace and peace, Josh. Slow down tonight, man. I I'm gonna need your help. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. But yeah, let's continue. Leave everything in the Bible from the front to the back. So there are three that bear record in heaven. I could tell you one thing Marcus Rogers doesn't believe. Uh, false teachers. Uh, and when I mean that is false prophecies he's made. They're very out there. It's not open. He kind of is like, well, that was a mistake. I was in my feelings that day. <laughs> I can't imagine that being a... Um, scriptural argument for why false prophecies so father the word and the holy ghost and these three are one uh, uh in my experience most people they believe that god is one all right most believers yes god is one one what the assumption is one person see, see unitarians modalists they assume their position you know, they don't demonstrate it from the text often. I mean, and, and, and if you're looking for any explanation of him to prove anything he's going to say, it's it's not going to happen. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Isaiah 45 and 5. I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, uh, though thou hast not known me. Now notice Isaiah 45, 5. He says, I am the Lord. I girded thee. Right. There's no God beside me. No, no other God. That's right. But this verse is actually going to be key to understanding or they're literally going to contradict themselves um, on this verse. Notice they said there's no other no other person. Right. There is no second person of the Trinity because the first person is the second and the third. That's modalism. Right. That's classic modalism. So it's going to they're going to contradict themselves a bit later. So there's just God. In the beginning, right? It's God all by himself. He says, there's no gods beside me. It's just me. All right? So, it's like if I take this piece of paper, right? And the Bible says what? Guys, I'm just going to let this play. <laughs> and I'm going to let you guys uh, 
I, I, maybe I'll let you guys critique it. So let's keep it going. God is spirit. Now, that's a question within itself, right? Well, what does a spirit look like? What form is that? What we do know is he says, look, I am the Lord. I am God. There is none beside me. So you have God and he just is and he always was. He's so apparently <laughs> I just noticed this. I didn't see this when I was uh, <laughs> uh, making the video, but it, it's some kind of like stick figures, maybe a cross or a sword or something. That's interesting. I, I'm not making a huge point on that, but I just like I just think that's interesting. Eternal. All right. He's outside of time and space. God created time and space. So the first thing you got to understand is that we cannot try to box God in. He's Alpha and Omega. We cannot try to box him in to time and space. He literally sits outside of time and space. Before there was time, before there was space, there was just God. God is the spirit all by himself, right? He sat alone. There was nobody beside me. There was no time. There was no space. There was no mountains. There was no people. There was just the spirit of God. And it is e he is eternal. So I, I guys, I, I just want you to make sure. Because if I don't get into it in the, this video, definitely in the next video will come out. But remember, they, they have very openly say that there's no other person besides God. It's just God, right? I'm, I'm drilling this into your head for a point. I'm drilling this into your head for a point. There's no other person. If God were to look to his right, he would. Hold on. Let me look the other way for you guys. He looked to his right. He was looked to his left. There would be no other person. That's his explanation. So we're going to keep going. Okay. Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. And so the Bible says there's three, but they're one. So let's say this is the spirit of God, right? This is a piece of paper. It's one piece of paper. Matter of fact, look, there's three holes in it. And bam. All right. So we take it and we tear it. Now I've got three pieces of the. Bro, look at the screen. So here's, you either have one third of gods walking around in three persons, or you have three, per, or you have the Trinity. I mean, you have three persons there or three beings put like this. Whatever he's describing is not modalism at this point. Are we to believe this is somehow, somehow analogous that God ripped himself in, in thirds? I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll keep going. Same paper, but it's still the one paper, okay? This no, you have three pieces of the one paper now. It, this isn't modalism. We've left modalism. And and here's what I think. What I think modalism is trying to do, or sorry, modalism, <laughs> sorry. You know, I might that might be his new name. I think Marcus is, tri yeah, tritheism or something. I think Marcus Rogers is trying to find some middle ground between that'll make his modalist friends happy and his Trinitarian friends happy. Yeah, caption is shot. That's right. <laughs> but it's heresy on both ends. He's, uh, I mean, this is just terrible. This is just terrible. This is one of those. What? Bro, what are you talking about? Bro, what, what are you talking about? No one knows make any sense to you he says no it doesn't it doesn't make any sense sacrifices and offerings thou wouldest not 
but a body has thou prepared for me. All right, so this is talking about Jesus in Hebrews 7, uh, Hebrews 10, uh, verse 5. They say a body was prepared. So he likes to use this verse, but this verse actually shows the distinction, distinct, distinctiveness of the son and the father. A body you have prepared for me, not a body I prepare for myself when I become the son. That's not what it says. It is showing the, the distinctiveness of the father and the son, the first person of the Godhead, the second person of the Godhead. And so, yeah, uh, so guys, we're not even at the worst part of this video. Y'all y'all are, y'all are going crazy. <laughs> y'all are going crazy. This isn't even the worst part. <laughs> Very familiar uh, passage of scripture, John 1, 4. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the word was made flesh. Let's string all these Bible verses uh, together as we go along, right? So there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one, 1 John 5 and 7, all right? 1 Timothy 3, 3 16, uh, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, right? So one of the debates that people come up with, right, is, well, can God be in heaven? Can he be here? Can he be here? Remember, he sits outside of time and space. That is one of the problems why we have arguments is because people want to put God inside of time and space. <laughs> so remember, remember when I said he literally puts God in a box, uh, apparently. But but, but oh, hold on. We're, we're, we're going to keep seeing why this is going to be relevant. But God can be here. He can be here. He can be over here because he's alpha he's omega he's so he can just slice slice himself up you know and, and y'all think i'm i'm being a little too far he's literally going to say that but but i don't seems like i did spoiler alert right there but he's literally going to say that we're, we're going to continue getting in there so he can be everywhere at all times so people say well how can how can god be in heaven and how can he be in earth at the same time and that's where we make a mistake because our human minds is trying to put God inside of this box. And so people hold on to this box and they say, if you don't, you don't agree with this box and you don't believe this religious box, then you are not saved. But God is so much bigger than this box. Yep. So the problem is we must break the box of religion. So I said, break the box of religion. Everyone has a box. Everyone has a box. Everyone has a framework of how they understand God. And hopefully that framework is coming from the scripture. So, he has a, that's what I'm saying. All, all that is just kind of like cliche stuff that people just mentioned. Um, and and the, people are asking, who's the guy in the back? The guy in the back, I, I, I've, I've seen him a lot in other videos or seen him. I think that's just his right-hand man. Um, they go to the same church. I don't know too much more than him than that, but yeah. God was manifest in the flesh. So obviously God, the spirit was manifest in the flesh. Now watch, let's read what it says. Uh, John 1, 4, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So the word God was made flesh came down. Remember, this is one third of God, supposedly. So, um, yes, uh, my brother Beth says it better. Everyone has theological boundaries. That's a way better way of saying what I said. Um, Look, look where God is. God is in the right hand. This is supposed to be the word. It's supposed to be Jesus. And two parts of God is over here. That Remember, they got ripped from the same 
one being of God. So now is any of this in scripture? No, of course not. Of course not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't recall scripture saying anywhere that God was ripped into thirds and got slot. I, 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 like I said, I don't, I don't know. And dwelt among us on this earth, right? Hebrew says a body was prepared so that the word could become flesh and come and dwell among us. But God, he's Alpha and Omega. So he's still at the beginning. He's still at the end. And the word. But you, he, I mean, even then he still has a part of God inside the box. And so. His whole analogy kind of, <laughs> I don't know. Was flesh on the earth all at the same time. All right, now watch this. No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, has declared him. So it's three in one. All right, now I'm going to share something with you guys where. Actually, he doesn't believe there are three in one. He's a modalist, remember? He, he, does, he believes there's only one person in the Godhead. He believes there is one that manifests itself in three different ways. So that's 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 classical uh, modalism. That's why I said this. This isn't modalism at this point. He's left modalism. And he's kind of gone to tritheism or we're going to see multiple. I don't, I don't need multiple theisms. I mean, this isn't monotheism he's presenting. But it's not modalism, but, but he'll switch back and forth. If you're not understanding those two distinctions, if you don't, if you don't understand modalism, the, that concept, um, like I said, there's only one person that manifests itself. Um, he manifests himself in three modes rather than three persons uh, distinct from one another that share in the one being of God, that share in the essence of God. That's a huge difference. And Will's going to break this down really, really, really good. And so the, the Will guy, we're going to spend most of our time responding to a lot of things he said. Uh, sorry, sorry. He yes, he says three and one, but this is not the Trinity. If uh, I apologize, if you think what he's describing here is the Trinity, then um, we're not we're not on the same page. I believe partialism. All right, so let's get back to it. Yeah, I, I like something Montana Viking says. Matter of fact, go subscribe to him if you guys are not. Mark is such a mixed here. It's hard to pinpoint all the heresies going on. That's correct. He's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. And he'll say one thing and then literally five minutes. It's contradicting what he said previously. Remember earlier, he said that God looked was to look around. There would be no other person there besides him. But yet he has three distinct persons in that box he just grabbed. Right. So it, it just, he just contradicted himself. This, this, this is everywhere. And nowhere at the same time. <laughs> people had, they said, Marcus doesn't believe that Jesus is eternal. That's not true. Jesus is definitely eternal. Jesus is definitely fully God. Now, watch how he explains Jesus' eternality. Watch. We read that in these verses, right? The Word. Jesus is the Word, right? The word, and yeah. he was made flesh, right? And so in the beginning was the Word. So the Word was always there, all right? And so I looked at this verse, and he says that... Uh, and the word was made flesh. Uh, we beheld his glory as the only begotten uh, of the father, full of grace and truth. No man hath seen God at any time, only the begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father. Right. So he was in the bosom of the father. And then the word went out. So just like it was let there. Now, watch this. We about to blow. I think we about to blow yep, some of their mind. Yep, yep. You, you, Marcus, I'll be honest. You've already blown my mind. 
<laughs> and I don't mean that metaphorically. You might have actually blown my mind. I mean, but that's not a good thing. <laughs> In the beginning, he said, let there be light. The word went out. Now, here's the thing. If you go read it, right, the, the sun and the moon wasn't created till what? The fourth, fourth day. day. The yeah. fourth day. So what light, when the word went forth, was he speaking about? He, out of the bosom of the Father, let yeah. there be light. light. That was the word. Go look at it. It's yeah. not talking about the suns and the stars. Then it says, a body was prepared for me. So yeah. that word came out of the bosom of the Father, and it became flesh. It was wrapped in flesh, and it came down to dwell among us. Yes. But it was always there because it was in the bosom of the Father. So if you guys are kind of confused on what he's actually talking about, what he's talking about is the he's saying the word always existed because like and when he says word he actually mean words because for a while i'm like what is he hold on a second hold on what bro what are you talking about man yeah that, that, that's that's how i felt for a while watching this i was like what are you talking about but he actually means words so when people said that he thought, you know, he's he has explained that Jesus is a thought in the mind of God. Now he's trying to back off that statement, but he he switches from uh, thought to um, yeah, he switches from thought to actual words, which is not a words don't. It, it would be weird to say words has eternally existed. I mean, words are not, you know, conscious things. They it's. You know, they come out of, out, out of me. But he's saying, I guess he's saying God has eternally spoken. Therefore, Jesus is that word. Therefore, Jesus has always existed. Which is luna, lunacy. <laughs> lunacy, right? But keep going. So one of the areas, Will, where I had issues, I said that, you know, uh, Jesus was a thought in, in God's mind, right? And so people, people took, took issue with that, but they took it out of context. Yeah. What I was saying is God is a spirit. So we, we're not sure. Well, th that's not all you were saying, to be fair, Marcus. Uh, when you said Jesus was a thought, you were trying to say Jesus did not have ontological existence yet, right? I mean, that's classic modalism. Or it's, it's not a... a um, distinctiveness in the personhood between the father and the son so again in your see now he's going back to classic modalism right here so see he goes from some sort of uh tritheism back to uh modalism you need to pick which heresy you want i mean at the end of the day or you know exactly how that spirit looks now people have dreams visions he's going to get into that but what we do know is that jesus was in the bosom of the father so it's three in one right it's three in one and the word came and by the way because this is not trinitarianism what he's explaining this isn't even close <laughs> by the way this is no this is not what i've believed as a trinitarian what trinitarians has historically believed so because there are going to be some people see he believes in the trinity no he does not no, he does not. This isn't the, the Trinity he's explaining. Out and it no Trinitarian would say Jesus existed as words, literally words, or literal a thought of the Father. If that's the case, aren't we all 
eternal then? If he wants to say, well, that means Jesus is eternal. Didn't we all exist in the mind of God? Something to think about. Flesh. So to me, if God was alone by himself, right? See, alone by himself, just the father in eternity. See, he's, he's telling us, see, he's going back to modalism now. He just tried to go from some tritheism or, or whatever. I don't know what he's trying to explain. Back to modalism here saying the father was there by himself. So guess what? The son wasn't there. The spirit, Holy Spirit was not there. Because the father is the son and he is the spirit in classic modalism. So, yeah. Bible says the lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. So watch this. Before he started putting the earth together, he said, let there be light. So the lamb was already there, right? So wait, hold on, wait. But in that example, the 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 word was the first thing that came out of the father. So even in your example, that's that's not eternal. It came out of the father. It came into being at a certain point in time. So yeah. First Peter one nine, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who was verily foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times. My man Tory Majors is in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. The Marcus Rogers defender. <laughs> Good to see you here, Tory. Good to see you here. <laughs> For you, and then Genesis Genesis one three, and God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. All right, now I'm about to give it over to Will. But so none of. And by the way, we have not heard any explication, no exegetical uh, understanding of the text. None of that. All we've heard is we, we quote a text and guess what? Back to my prop. Back to my prop now. You know, none, none, none of this is actually explaining the word of God. It's it's just, like I said, using the Bible as a launch pad to get to what you actually really want to talk about. The way that. You know, the Lord showed it to me is like. And also, OK, hold on. Let me go back here. Let me go back here because this is this is gold. To give it over to Will, but the way that, you know, the Lord showed it to me is like. So the Lord gave him, showed him this. And and we've seen <laughs> we've seen in the past the Lord showing um showing him things in the past that clearly didn't go true. The Lord showed him Trump was going to be in office again for the second term. That clearly didn't happen. So yeah, sorry if I doubt you on the Lord showing you this. And this is supposed to be some kind of explanation of God. Now I told you guys the knife thing was going to come back. So this is why I, I warn against analogies when explaining the God Godhead. Because it's bringing God down to some kind of human analogy. And it can be very dangerous, very uh, unbiblical. So we have this knife stabbing three members of the Godhead, I guess. I mean, this is rotisserie Godhead or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what What is this supposed to be an example of? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> rotisserie Godhead. I, I don't know, man. I mean this right so three in one we already explained you've got the one paper okay but it's still one piece of paper but we have three distinct pieces of paper yes it's out of the same paper but it's three distinct pieces of paper 
So, stabbed with a kitchen knife. <laughs> Dude, this analogy is terrible. Yes, Jerry, you may share this, please. Thank you. Thank you for your support, man. You are already being a supportive member in the chat. I appreciate you. So, this analogy is d disturbing. This analogy, no, let me tell you this. This analogy does not derive from the text. Let's say that. I, I mean, is is it, are, are we on the same page? So, yeah. And I think where people get confused is they're arguing about what form we're going to see in heaven. And, and uh, let me go back to the, the Lord showing him this. I, I don't believe the Lord showed you a kitchen knife stabbing three members of, or like I said, you don't believe in person. So one, like this analogy does not make sense in your worldview. Someone said his snake removing the knife. <laughs> Snakes, knives, and Donald Trump. I mean, I should have titled the video that. I mean, yes, yeah, the knife's the fourth person. Who's the fourth person holding God up? Like, that's what we need to be worshiping. That's what is really God, right? He he has no clue what he's saying. I don't think he's confused. I, like I said, this is his new way of explaining God. It's going to look like, here's the bottom line. That is not a heaven or hell issue. But the way that God showed it to me, all right? Like, so you see this knife. Again, God showed him this. God, well, I, God showed him this, I guess. And, and guess what? Now we're obligated. Guess what? We all de facto are obligated to believe this as dogmatic truth. Now, guess what? If you're if you're a modalist, <laughs> you got to believe in some form of three persons now. <laughs> Four persons, technically. I mean, it, it, someone says five because the hand's holding it up. <laughs> um this makes no sense, mean, but God showed it to him. So guess what? I guess we just got to believe it, right? We're, we're obligated to believe in this rotisserie Godhead of Marcus Rogers. I mean, uh, boy, it's three, but it's in one. God is so it's getting stabbed by one. It's not in one. It's not three in one. It's three and sad by one deep. He sits outside of time and space. He's eternal. So imagine, right? This is just the deepness of God, right? He says, I look, uh, and there's none beside me. I look, there are one. It's one voice, right? It was one voice speaking to Moses, one voice, uh, speaking to Saul. So if it's one, look, it's three, but it's one. There's none beside me. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, the so, given this, someone said God kebab. <laughs> I like that one. Now, now, two members are off the the God being, right? The being of God now. So did they stop being coming God? See, none of this makes sense. Like I said, this is why I, I don't like using actual uh, analogies because they're not helpful, especially when it comes to the being of God. Because guess what? There is nothing analogous to God. The creation cannot explain God. 
what can you show to man that will oh okay now i know that's god no god is transcendent he's above his creation don't bring god down you want to talk about putting god in a box he's literally bringing god down to a human uh analogy why is not god's word sufficient enough why why not why why not just say what the text does You can have words to conceptualize what the text says, sure. But none of this is in the Bible, by the way. None of this. None of this is even closely. If you are confused watching this video, if you are a member of Firehouse Church following Marcus Rogers and you're confused, go to God's word. Comforter came, right? So the word was what? The lamb. That was the role of Jesus, was the lamb. He, he paid the price for our sins. Then the Holy Spirit is the comforter right and we're filled with the same spirit that raised christ from the dead so god is so deep he's so big that when you think about him being one just imagine like the best way i can explain it and i think will's gonna explain this better it's like <laughs> the, oh so now we're about to get a better explanation you know <laughs> Tori's cracking me up <laughs> now we're about to get a better explanation right the best way I can explain it so these so these were just um insufficient you know kind of tip of the iceberg tip of the knife uh um explanations so now we're about to get the real explanation you had a slinky and you stretched it right and it just it just goes on forever so there's God but everything is in him. The Bible says the fullness of the Godhead is in Jesus. And so it's like if you if you were looking at a God, it's just deep. Because why? He's eternal. So he it just goes on forever. All right. So there's the Father. There's Someone has a good point. I thought Marcus Rogers likes to let the Bible explain himself. Yeah, didn't he start that off? I just like to use what the Bible says. None of this is in the Bible. And God being compared to some kind of slinky in this box or this container oh boy um god 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 is a slinky the eternal slinky down the corridors of human history i i don't know it, it makes no sense the there's the sun there's the holy spirit but not also is it deep this way it's wide and it just goes, so there's no limits to God. So when we begin to try to put God in a box, that- <laughs> he, he hasn't done any of that tonight, right? Slinkies, knives, papers. <laughs> Someone said, is this a comedy sketch? <laughs> you would think so, but no, he's serious, sadly. Um, yeah, he's got, you know, slinkies, box, knives, pieces of paper. Yeah. I, 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 but didn't he say that the box is supposed to be history and, and not eternity? Outside the box was eternity, right? Now he's... I'm, I'm confused on his own analogy. Uh, it, 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 does, it, it switched the parameters on me. I mean, it's inside the box now eternity and outside of it is actual time and space? Because he's... Sorry, guys. Maybe I'm just too analytical. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm the problem. 
is where the problem comes. When you look look at God, he goes on forever and ever in this direction. He goes on forever, forever in that direction. And at the same time, it's still one. So if the, if, if time and space... If this is time and space, this, 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 the spaghetti slinky, this right, the spaghetti monster. This is a this is a new atheists are going to eat this up, right? They're going to start using, you know, if you ever dealt with atheism, right? They always use, oh, the spaghetti monster told me this. Yada. Now they're going to actually use the 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 slinky thanks to Marcus Rogers. Last thing I'm going to say cannot contain him. That means this that he can be. At the beginning, right, three and one, it's still one piece of paper. He can be at the beginning, he can be in the present, and he can be at the end at the same time, but he's still God, right? He's alpha, he's omega, and so when the word was made flesh, right, and then Jesus was talking to the father, right, he's beginning, he's end. He still was in heaven at the throne at all times. Jesus was in the earth, and then the same thing, the Holy Spirit comes down. He's see, You see what I'm saying? No, no one does. Y'all should have got that clip from, um, <laughs> what's uh, Adam San uh, the Adam Sandler movie uh, where he goes back to school? And it's like, you, sir, no one has understood a word you said. Matter of fact, you made us all dumber by listening to this. You did not once answer the question. That's how I feel. I'm not trying to insult Marcus Rogers, but how am I trying to understand from this analogy? If I read the Bible, are you saying I'm going to see something to this analogy in the Bible? You won't, guys. Hey, but let me let me say this. You won't. And Cure for the Soul Ministries is spot on when she says, unfortunately, so many people believe it's theology. The sad part is, if you go back and watch the video, a lot of people were amening this. Yes, Billy Madison. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Madison. I should have got that clip. <laughs> because, no, we're all, if, if, imagine, remember, God showed him this. So this is revelation we are to believe. If this was the only revelation someone had about God, imagine how confused someone would be. Imagine how confused some would be. <laughs> like, is this supposed to actually teach us more about who God is? Billy Madison. <laughs> problem is when we try to put God in this box. No, the problem is you trying to explain this using knives, paper, and I don't know, uh, some kind of container. Let's oh, so now, yes. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> right? That's that's what I need, that clip, you know? That's what I need. <laughs> uh, but now it's it's Will. It's Will's turn. It's it's Will's turn to turn up the heat. Um, And... And, and and it was said it was stated in this video that uh Marcus Rogers is more of the preacher, but Will is more of the um the teacher. So guys, we're about to hear some teaching. <laughs> Someone said Marcus Rogers put God in a box. Yes, literally. <laughs> literally put God in a box in that analogy. 
Um, so, guys, get ready, because if you thought what Marcus Rogers was saying was bad, Will's about to turn it up on y'all. Will is about to turn it up. A tag team heresy match. That's right. I'm a hater. Okay. If 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 you can listen to all what I've said and conclude that, I'm sorry. I I can't help you. Um I know I wouldn't be watching a hater's video, so God bless you, man. Power to you, whoever you are. So no, he's not the hype man. He 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 got a feature on this verse. <laughs> he's got a feature on this verse. So Grace and Peace Simon for the uh super chat. Marcus is inaccurately quoting the verse from who said I am the Alpha and Omega. That verse is from Revelation 21, 22, 13, spoken by Jesus, not God, which confirms that Jesus was with God in eternity. I, I'm assuming you mean by Jesus, not the Father. So yeah, I would agree with that if you that's what you were saying. So um so yeah, let's hear Will the Thrill. <laughs> Sorry, that's my nickname for him. Will the Prophet's uh Exegesis? Let's go. Pile all of this together and break it down, all right? Jesus in John 17 said, Father, glorify me with the same glory that I had with you before the world began. <laughs> the heresy remix, I like that. Notice that, um, notice, uh, and grace and peace, uh, Josh for the super chat. I, I do want to do a, a, a video on the Trinity. I actually did one, uh, or did a video, did a video on, um, uh, Jesus being God, uh, distinct from the father and actually had a one has come on. So if you watch that video, I think it will be helpful for a lot of you just to see, the differences between modalism and Trinitarianism. But I, I would like to lay out a biblical case one day for the Trinity, so stay tuned for that. Um, I don't know why modalists like to go to John 17. Because <laughs> I believe modal, uh, John 17 is problematic for modalists and people who deny the deity of Christ. Because John 17, it distinguishes Jesus from the Father. I mean, glorify me, glorify me, right? Hold on, let me let me go back to the text, um, right? Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that the son may glorify you in return. I mean, it distinguishes too much from the father. And then it places Jesus central to salvation, which what, what mere man could say that? So, yeah. Okay. Jesus. According to the Apostle John, not Ty and Mark. And by the way, it's Apostle, not. Never mind. But according to the Apostle John is the word of God. And guys, they they literally mean word. Like words, the words I'm speaking. If if in the analogy, no, I'm not going to use that analogy because. Um. It's a direct polemic against the deity of Christ. Okay. One, one day you're going to have to come on. <laughs> one day you're going to have to come on. I love John 17. I I, I, th I love when Unitarians go there. Because it, it, it proves the deity of Christ, that passage. No mere man could say what Jesus says in John 17. <laughs> no, mere, no man could say that. No created being could say that. But nevertheless, uh, yes, he literally believes Jesus is actually 
in eternity was literally the words. I, guys, I'm not making that up. Go back to those who've been here the whole time. That's literally been explained. And the word went out. And God said, what happens when you say something? What goes out of your mouth? Words. I'm out, y'all. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. But you hear that? A apparently, Jesus is just the words. Like, if y'all thought I was joking, he literally believes that. <laughs> Someone called him James Earl Jones. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a compliment, I think. That's a compliment. And God said, let there be light. Are you guys making the correlation? God said, let there be light. And John 1 correlates this light as Yeshua. The Bible says that we were created in the image. Guys, if you're not tired of the heresy, it's about to come out more, man. Of God. How many of you agree? And if you don't agree, you have an issue. You need to get So he's talking about we being in the image of God, right? Amen. We're in the we're in the image of God. Amen. Check this out. Studying scripture. The Bible says that we were created in the very image of God, okay? And in the likeness of God. Now, with us being created in his image, that means a human being is a visible display of the invisible God. My friends, if the heresy wasn't enough prior, that was heresy. That was heresy. Ultimately, what he's saying is when you're looking at man, you're looking at God. That is not what the image of God means. That is not what the image of God means. I would encourage all you to study the incommunicable and communicable attributes of of God. When it when it says we're in the image of God, that means we share in his likeness in 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 in, in who he is. We are uh communicable beings, we are intelligent beings. Why? Cuz it proceeds from God. It's not saying we we Cuz who particularly does God look like? I mean, me or Marcus or, I mean, because we all don't look the same, so it can't be that. Yeah, this is the classic little God's doctrine. This is, this is classic Mormonism, even. That's not what being made in the image of God means. It's meaning we, we I mean, it says it literally, we share in his likeness. Y'all, some of y'all like his voice. That's good. Hey, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll pass a compliment up to him. Uh, he does have he he's, he would be great for audiobooks, orthodox audiobooks though. Now take a look at this. As a human, we are a spirit with a soul inside of a body. This is classic. Um, you know the the try try. Part, uh, try part of the uh, man uh, I mean I'll let it, each one come to their conclusion on that so yeah I want you to point at yourself right now and I want you to say your name Chris and I want you to ask yourself this are you one person yes yet are you three no because <laughs> I, I'm not three people <laughs> let's, let's keep it going you're one person. You're one. But yet, you're a body, you're a soul, and you're a spirit. The body's not the soul, and the soul is not the spirit. Yet, they all 
makeup. I I would argue the soul and spirit are synonymous, but that's why I wouldn't be a trichotomist. But I mean, I understand people may disagree uh, on that, but no, no, my here's how it's not even analogous. I don't morph into the or display a different mode. And now I'm in the spirit and now or mo- another mode. And now I'm the soul. It's not even analogous to what he's saying. Yes, I am a dichotomist, not try. But uh, this. <sighs> Say your name. So how does this reflect the imagery of God? Because when we take a look at this. So if that's supposed to be analogous to God, then God has a person, right? Him and that body and flesh, I guess, like Mormonism. <laughs> um, and inside that person of him, he has a soul and a spirit. I mean, that's what we're being told. Father, who's seated on the throne in heaven, as we see in the book of Revelation and throughout scripture, Isaiah chapter six. He would be identified that our soul portion would be a reflection of the father. How is this? Because the soul. What? So the father is actually the soul. So the body is the sons. This makes guys. I'm. I'm this makes no sense. Is the mind, the will, and the intellect. And what did Jesus say? I came to do the will of my father. Was that a play on words for him? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, But yeah, let's keep going. Tell you about this. During this vision, I began to see. Oh, so this is him explaining a vision. Okay. This is him explaining a vision that he had. And, and. He made reference, I don't think I put it in this video, but he made references to him getting multiple visions, uh, trips to heaven, all kind of prophecies he's had. And so that kind of lets you know where he's coming from, okay? Um, <laughs> you got to catch it in the spirit, I guess so, I don't know. But guys, hey, let's get the likes up. Make sure if you're watching this, like this video right now. Let's keep it going. It's not his face. Hold on want to emphasize that oh so so let me explain this uh, sorry he he talks about he's going to heaven and he doesn't actually see the face of god but he sees god right so he, just to be clear i want to be i want to explain what you're saying rightly to my audience will not see his face i couldn't i couldn't too too terrifying but portions and he's and he's vast by the way the father he is vast he is huge. He is wide. He is tall. He is at the least fifteen mile, uh, fifteen hundred miles high at the least. Did y'all hear that? Sorry for the awkward silence. But did y'all hear that? Boy, if you don't get God is hold on. How 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 big is he? Hold on. I couldn't. Too too terrifying. But 
proportions and he's and he's vast by the way the father he is vast he is huge he is wide he is tall he is at the least 15 mile uh, 1500 miles high at the least so at the least this is a i mean he's shortchanging it he saw all of god and he's what what do you say 1500 miles high and wide <laughs> yo i like this your arms too short to box with god literally <laughs> literally yeah i can't you, you, bro bro 1500 15 bro when the word of god isn't sufficient fables uh visions dreams will be what man resorts to and, and preferred over the word of god now we're told that god i guess the father has a body literally a body i mean so much for the invisible god but i mean could we i, I i'm not gonna get into the nonsense but yeah, someone said he is outside of space and time, though, <laughs> but he has a physical body. Okay, I, I mean, I'll let him deal with this fact. You can see his form in heaven, but it's almost like he limited himself for. A but guys, it's going to get worse. This is actually, yes, unity of Father, Son and Holy Spirit as three persons in one Godhead. That is correct. Amen, Josh. Amen, brother. Um, But guys. I'm not joking. It's about to get worse. It's about to get worse. To see his form because he takes up all of heaven, the universe. He's not fat, but he is huge. He ain't fat. He's just huge. <laughs> but he's crowding heaven. He's crowding the earth. How are we going to be in heaven if God's filled the heaven with his body? I mean, where are we going to be? Anyways. He is well chiseled. What muscles are to the earth, the Father is to heaven. What do you mean by that? I'm confused. Hold on, let's go back. We got to go back to that. Huge. He is well chiseled. What muscles are to the earth, the Father is to heaven. What muscles are to earth... The father is to heaven. Man, the father just might be swole. He's just all muscle, no fat. <laughs> just, But muscles get tired. As, as the analogy goes, as muscles are to earth, so is the father is in heaven. God been in the gym. <laughs> Bro, I can't with this. This is, this is bad. Appreciate you, Tim. This is bad, y'all. Like, God, Biggie Smalls now. <laughs> no, I have never heard worse than this. Someone said we need to extend grace. I've never heard I've, I've heard worse. I've never heard worse than this. God, nickname is Debo. <laughs> y'all are, what in the Marvel comic? Y'all are, y'all are, y'all are clouded, man. I, I, let me keep playing before I die laughing at y'all. His voice sounds and feels like melted lightning, liquefied lightning. Check this out. 
melted lightning. God bench press heavy. <laughs> My wife, God bench press heavy. Uh, let me find it. <laughs> heavy day every day. Just no light days. Every day is a workout day. There's no rest day. God. The father, as I was looking, you know, at him, not his face, because nobody take anything out of context. It's like I could see portions of him. You know, his wrath almost look like, and I have to use English with this because there's explaining heaven, explaining God in English is limited already. That's like, part of the problem. It is, it is. I, I mean, I agree with that statement. Yes, we are using limited, finite language. So I'm showing grace to there, but watch what's going to be said. And this is why the prophets in the Bible, when they were explaining things, they had to use a lot of like, 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 because you have to use things that people understand to give them visuals. Yes, but they were seeing anthropomorphic. It was used anthropomorphic language uh, to explain God. He's actually saying he saw God buffed out, I guess, straight off the bench rack. Swolled up, not fat, 100 percent muscle. There's a huge difference between what the prophets did. And what he's saying. So everything I'm about to tell you, when we get to heaven, you're going to be like, Ty, you explained it far, man. He's far more awesome than you explained him. That's what you're going to tell me. So look, English, okay? English. I want you to realize I'm telling you in English. English is a very limited language. I'll talk about that, Lord. Thank you. Okay. So I guess God just spoke to him there. Just just straight, just straight right there. I, Oh, boy. God told me you're wrong. So stop it. I mean, if that's all that's supposed to convince people, okay. English is a very limited language, okay? When I saw him, I saw almost like his wrath. His wrath was his own person, but 100% him. Like his wrath had a, you know, almost like, you know, a body form. Yo, I can't, y'all. I'm about to. His wrath, God's wrath, actually is a person. So I was listening to him explain this, and I was just thinking of things in, in nature, since he's using all these now, that apparently are supposed to be uh, analogous to this. So, right, um, we're, we're told that... <laughs> Um, wrath, God's wrath is an actual person. So the attributes of God are kind of mutating off God. And so are either something explain God like this? Here's God here, the red ball going out, f fusing nuclear fission going on right here into God's wrath, his love. Oh, well, actually you got the second person of the Trinity too, and the Holy spirit and this this is straight up insane. I was talking to a friend, or oh, let me show you this one as well. Or maybe something more like akin to this, you know. Here, here you have God right here, and he's mutating, trying to fizz out, right? And it's still God right here, but now you have God's wrath. 
uh, y'all. But I was talking to a friend today. He was like, you got to do this. I was like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I had never seen this movie. And this is what he thought of when I told him about it. And so blame him. He's in the comment section. Seabest is his name. Attack him if you don't like it. <laughs> uh, he gave me the movie Multiplicity. And I actually thought it was a good example. <laughs> Here you have God, right? And this is actually probably more fitting. You have God, you have the second person of the tr second person, third Holy Spirit right here. God's wrath, his love, his eternality, I guess. His patience, his grace and mercy. You know, it just keeps going on. This, I guess this is what it meant when God said he's everlasting. <laughs> he, he literally does not run out. I mean, this is all God. This is insane. This is insane, y'all. Nuclear fission godhood. God is everlasting. <laughs> uh, this is insane. You know, I saw, you know, his his understanding. His un so now he saw his understanding. Bodily, bodily was understanding. Guess in bodily form. Standing, you know, was, you know, like in body form, you know. I mean, this adds a whole whole another one to the God not being parts. Literally, God is parts in his understanding. Um, I mean, will people just listen to you no matter what you say, as long as you're claiming to be a prophet and it came from God? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is Adam splitting. <laughs> God splits into parts. So we went from there's nobody apart from God to actually there's multiple people. God has attributes being in bodily form. So how many people will we see in heaven? Because <laughs> you got a whole bunch of people in heaven that are God. Imagine going up to a person, you know, you go to, oh man, it's God. I can't believe it. This is the father. I finally been waiting to see you. The son of God right here. And he's like, turns around. He's like, after, you know, 1500 miles, he turns around. I'm just his wrath. Uh, like I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to. <laughs> oh man, no, no matter what you say, uh, people will believe it. I guess if you say you're a prophet. Yet it, oh, oh, you, you tell them you're a prophet, and you tell them you're not a remnant if you listen to this. This was inside of him, and it's you know his uh, understanding looked like him. I saw his wisdom. His wisdom was like in body form, but all you know, all him. And then as I began to ponder this, which I'm going to sh uh, show you scripture to back this up in a little bit. So we're finally going to get some scripture to back all this up. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I'm just going to put this picture back up again. This is God. Apparently, this is supposed to be God. And, um, yeah. Uh, no, it's not God. It began to hit me. If his understanding, his wisdom, and all of these of like manner take on the same imagery as such, the word, the word was in the bosom of the father. The word is the word that proceed that comes from the father. The word was this form, which is Yeshua, who is eternal, Jesus. Don't 
you know, triple what I'm saying. Jesus is eternal. Okay. Jesus is God. He's, you know, Jesus. I don't, I don't, I don't think you can believe that coming from your view because the word at one time did not have existence. It's, it's immaterial. It's, it's, it's not conscious. It does not have intellect. Words do not speak. Because the Bible says the word created all things, not God's word as in like <laughs> his actual voice. This is crazy, y'all. When, when you're trying to be deep, but you actually say something that's just silly. Created. The only thing that was created for Jesus was his body. That's the only thing. His body on the earth. But Jesus is eternal. But his, you know, form. When God spoke, Jesus, the 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 uh, person form, and I'm using English, right. went, you know, out. And through him, everything, you know, was created. And that's... So Jesus was kind of like trapped in the body of the father apparently right because when he spoke the word into existence the world i guess he spoke the word into existence that yes my brother said this will never survive a day there's a reason why this will never be debated they won't allow themselves to 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 get in the room to have someone challenge these ideas if if i didn't know better i would have thought they were joking this sounds this sounds parody. This sounds like a parody. If I didn't know better, I was like, man, these guys are clowning around. They're trying to be like when people try to sound too deep and they're mocking that. That's what I would have thought. But sadly, these guys are serious. And one of the I don't know about the other the gentleman with dreads. Um, but Marcus Rogers is an elder at his church. He's a the lead pastor. He's a pastor. You know, yeah, I, I said something to the basic says they're borrowing the Trinity worldview in order to be set. That, yes, they, they're trying to find some middle ground between the world uh Trinitarianism and modalism. But it's bad for both sides because it's not neither. It's just a new heresy, I guess. Same word, you know, walked around in the Old Testament. Hey, now watch this, y'all with Abraham. Who Abraham was negotiating about bringing judgment with on Sodom and Gomorrah. So he's he's talking about Genesis nineteen four right here. Okay, this is a this is the classic uh, one of the Trinitarian texts. But watch this. And Yahweh has rained down. And Yahweh has rained on Sodom and Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from Yahweh in heaven. What does this tell us? I've seen so many people ask. Here's what it tells. I'm gonna tell you before he tells you. My video. <laughs> it it shows the plurality of of the Godhead that there are more than one person, that there are two persons. And so, someone says better than cable TV. <laughs> well, stick around. You'll right after this commercial break. <laughs> but that's what it shows. Genesis nineteen twenty four is a a, a a great text to show uh, against the the modalist uh, point of view. Or I would even argue Unitarian point of view. Here you have two persons being identified as Yahweh. Uh, tough to deal with if if uh, you know if you don't affirm Trinity Trinitarian thought. I would argue because people started begin to ask, well, are there two Yahwehs? No, that's one Yahweh manifested. You have the Father. That's so he he interprets this passage as. 
Well, it's still, it's Yahweh, it's it's the father who sliced himself up, split himself up into two two persons. Even though classic modalism, that's that's not what's to be done. Um, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. So, <laughs> like I said, in his view, it's God who sliced himself up and appears in two different places. Same person. You got the father here in heaven, the father here on the earth. But that's not what the text says. It's nowhere does it say it's God got sliced up and manifested himself in, as as two parts of himself. Word. That's his word. That's Yahweh. That's his word. The Bible in the Old Testament calls the pre-incarnate Christ Yahweh. So. Um. Yeah, I, I've heard of this view. I, I I would have to argue. I would I would be curious on why uh, angels are being called Yahweh. I mean, I, I don't think it answers the 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 um, the dilemma. I, so I, I would encourage you to study that. It's not like it's two separate gods. It's not like that. It's Yahweh is in heaven, and Yahweh has the ability. And I'm going straight to that. There, Yahweh has the ability. To separate and multiply himself. You you guys hear this mess, man? You do y'all hear this? What he's saying is, like y'all thought I was joking. <laughs> y'all way. <laughs> y'all <laughs> y'all way. I like that. <laughs> uh, y'all thought I was joking when I brought up the cellular fission, right? The most multiplicity, the movie. You literally have him saying, God, I, I mean, have you ever seen an amoeba? Have you ever, what's what's the movie with Chris Rock? And he's the, uh, he's like the germs inside the body and the amoeba's like split apart. That's what you have here being taught. That God is like multiplying himself into two different beings. Yo. This is like Greek mythology on steroids, y'all. I mean, this makes <laughs> this makes Mormonism look orthodox. <sighs> y'all, I edited the video and I'm getting mad again. Yes, Osmosis Jones. That's right. This is Osmosis Jones. You haven't seen the movie? Go check the movie out. Because <laughs> you have like the amoebas that can split into two persons. This this is us. This is Osmosian theology. So now, because you have two different beings, now you have two different persons. Does each individual have their own soul and spirit? And th this this raises more questions. This raises more questions. God does not transfuse into different beings like this yes someone said this actually makes one is pentecostals look orthodox <laughs> i would agree obviously it's not it's heretical but in comparison this so because he has that ability to do that and still remain himself 100 that's how yahweh on the earth who was communing with abraham it's in your bible was able to rain down fire from Yahweh. yes it is in our bible but whatever you're done all y'all done is not in the bible uh, I'll I'll say that emphatically, and I will be willing to debate it. If you guys would like to debate, 
Yes, exactly at the matrix. Yes, this is <laughs> matrixian theology. <laughs> Matrixism theology. If you guys would like to debate this, can God, you know, transfuse himself into, I don't know, we come up with a thesis, but um, this is terrible. This is what happens when the Bible is not your authority and your visions and dreams and all that is. I don't recall in any scripture where it says God has the ability to transfuse and become multiplicity. Way in heaven. Now, before you say, well, that just sounds like heresy. God doesn't know how to multiply himself. God so they so they're mocking this idea. I, I'm not, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this sounds like heresy. This is heresy. So God can't multiply himself. I just want to understand what you're saying. No, because then you have multiple gods. So so people people like to use the well God can do anything. No he can't. God does everything according to his nature. God doesn't do any everything. He does not have the ability to do everything, right? God can't sin. Hello. There are things God can't and won't do. He won't contradict his nature. This will be a contradiction of his nature. So yes, they're they're mocking this and ah, uh, uh, God's heresy, it's heresy. Yes, it is heresy. But guys, they're going to continue in their mocking in a bit. Does a God? First of all, how are you going to tell a God that doesn't exist inside of time and space? Listen. The lamb was slain before the foundation of the earth. That's because the lamb was slain by the foundation of the earth. We just had to catch up to it. Y'all. I'm done, y'all. <laughs> I'm about to quit. I'm about to quit, man. He thinks when it says the lamb was slain before the foundation of the earth, it already happened. But through time, we got to catch up through it. What? Bruh. What? Yeah. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? This. This. I don't have the words, y'all. So, bro, this is that speaking of God's decree. In his decree, it was certain that it would happen. Yet, guess what? It happened in time and history. It... What's wrong with you, people? What's wrong with y'all, man? You know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me bring y'all back to a sober moment, man. These guys are going to stand before God and give an account for everything they said in this video. The 1500 mile God, long, wide, all this silliness in the name of God. Because remember, they said God showed them all this. They're saying God showed them all this.
God didn't show you this. You guys are lying. You guys are lying. On God's name. I'm going to say that. We just had to catch up to it. So if you think that a God who can do something in past tense outside of space and time does not have the ability to separate and multiply himself and remain himself, you need to go back and read scripture, you know. We're the ones that need to go back and read scripture. None of the, none of that was in the Bible. You tried to go to some Genesis 19.4 to prove cellular fusion. It didn't prove it for you. And now you try to mock and humiliate those who disagree and yell at them as if we're not the ones that don't believe the Bible. If we don't agree with cellular fission. And just because you yell like this does not mean. <laughs> Someone said, why does he sound like that? I have no clue. I have not clue. I'm interjecting because it's called a video review. If you would like to watch the full thing, be my, my friend, be my guest, go watch it on their channel. Feel free. This is called a video review. That's what you do in video review. Guess what? If someone's reviewing my words, they would do the same thing. So. I have so many people that like to argue. Well, you're not a oneness. So since you're not a oneness, you're not saved. <laughs> oh, you're not a Trinitarian. Since you're not a Trinitarian, you're not saved. Neither word is in the Bible. You've got. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I'm trying to find Bible in the Bible. I, I guess we shouldn't believe the Bible. This is silly argumentation. The, the word the, their argument is well trinity isn't the bible therefore you shouldn't believe it well bible isn't the bible so i guess we can't believe any of the bible that's it's a silly argument that can be turned back around on them none of the words they've been using have been in the bible let's let's make that clear therefore we shouldn't believe what they're saying by their own standard right Someone said it's like the, the future back to the future movie. Yeah, it's like apparently I guess that's where they got the idea. Ugh, yo, this is crazy. Someone said the WrestleMania voice. <laughs> quit, man. Y'all quit playing, man. It's like we're in gangs or something. It is, man. It is, man. I, I mean, like, we developed our own gangs, man. Crips, Bloods, man. Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, Trinity. What is it? Like that? Trinity? Something like that? One is like that? that? That's what it seems like, man. I was offended there. Not because I actually think they understand what they're talking about. No, I mean, it's very clear they don't. But they are mocking. Mocking. At this point. That which has been revealed in scripture. Not not their silly 1500. Um, mile high God. Mile wide God. None of that's in the Bible. So yes. I'll mock that. But he's. he's well we, we up here being gangs. Trinity. Oneness. The nature of God is important. The nature is of God is important and worth dividing over uh, that is i'm a firm believer in that you can mock that idea you can disagree with me that's fine but guys if, if, if you're a christian you should be disturbed by this video because one they started this video saying if you don't agree with it you're not a part of the remnant 
do I need to replay those words? They said that very clearly. If you don't agree with God being whatever was presented here, this theological mess, mishmash of, of, of garbage that was presented in this video, you're not a part of the remnant and you don't have the spirit of God. Everybody's, you know, you guys like to go at each other's necks and I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now. We're, we're the ones liking to go through each other necks, but you started this video telling people they're not a remnant if they don't receive this. They don't have the spirit of God if they disagree with it, if they argue with it. But we're the ones going at your necks. You know, and I, and I can say this, you know, on my salvation, you know, that each side is going to get to heaven and both of you are going to realize that portions of each side is correct. This so he, he's willing to plan his salvation that uh, there will be one, one, uh, oneness and Trinitarians in heaven. Um, and both sides will be correct. That's literally a contradiction. You, they're both, they're, they're contradicting positions. So how can they both be correct? And both sides disagree with actually what you presented. So the question begs, are you even going to heaven then? Because you don't agree with, you, you presented contradictory uh, uh, points to both positions. So, and, and he's betting his salvation on it. So I guess we got to believe it, apparently. Oh, mind, will, and intellect, the Father. Jesus said, I came to do the will of my Father. He directs everything. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God who proceeds out of the Father. That's likened to our spirit, okay? Because we were created in his image. You know, he's triune in that matter. We're triune in that matter. He is. So he's cutting the knife. And, and, and notice, he just redefined the Trinity. We're triune. No, you're not. Don't redefine the Trinity for this garbage you just presented. Do not re redefine the, tr the triune God to mean oneness, 1,500 miles, cell fusion God, whatever you just described. And no, we are not a trinity. We are not three distinct persons that share the one essence of ourselves. This is insane, man. This, this is absolute. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, he's back there with the, the paper again, cutting into God, the persons of God, I guess. One being that he's one God and we're one being that, you know, you're one person. Now think about it like this, too. OK, you're one person. If you cut your. Listen to this, y'all. Listen, let, let me go back a little bit. I want you guys. It, it, it's it's already been bad. It's already been bad, but listen to this. Being that he's one God and we're one being that, you know, you're one person. Now think about it like this, too. OK. You're one person. If you cut your tongue out your mouth and you sat it right there, would that be you? I want y'all to answer that question. If you... <laughs> well, <laughs> when, when, I when I first heard this video, I was like, well, if I cut my tongue out, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. But, obviously, <laughs> that was, I'm joking. That's, that's how my mind works sometimes. But I'll answer the question in the theoretical, right? If I was to cut my tongue out, would my tongue on the ground be me? Of course not. The tongue is not me. It's a part of me. If I mean, let, let's use another example. If 
hair follicle falls out my head when I pick it up and be like, what am I doing on the floor? This would, it would be absurd to think that, that this is, uh, me, right? But no, watch, watch what he's going to go say. He's watch what remember. The question is, if you cut your tongue out of your mouth, would your, and it fell on the floor, would that tongue be you? Answer that. Would that be you? And that's what I was like. Well, I wouldn't be answering if I, if I, I didn't have a tongue. I, but go ahead. Yes. He says, yes, the tongue would be you. The tongue would be you. And while Marcus Rogers is just back there with the knife. <laughs> Guys. This, this Nowhere in the Bible is any of this ever talk about you. No one would pick up your tongue and be like, bro, what are you doing on the floor? How'd you get there? You wouldn't... <laughs> pick up that hair follicle and be like I got two U's now bro this this isn't even this ain't deep so I lost many brain cells yes tongue and and, and a, a tongue organ as well <laughs> and an organ now uh, this is this is insane and this is supposed to be the teacher of the both of both of them. Remember that. Someone's to screenshot this picture right here. <laughs> screenshot this. I should have used this as the cover image if I would have been thinking rightly. He he's just up there with the 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 knife, and this gentleman is just teaching on tongues. Literally, this is speaking in tongues. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Watch this. Man was made in the image of God. Out of man, God pulls Eve, right? Out of man, watch this. He pulls Eve, but your wife is still one flesh. Yep. This is actually a terrible example, which contradicts them. And which goes to the point. Yes, man and woman, they become one. But guess what? They don't morph into the same person. This literally contradicts, uh, you know, uh, oneness, modalism language. And one, and then it shows how the word one, hakad, is used in uh, multiple ways, not just numerical. Uh, you know, it, it has a it has another use of, of the meaning of one. Let me respond to this. Your channel is weak, bro. What are you doing for the kingdom? Why are you here? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. And I do multiple things. But what do you want to know particularly? I don't like to share my good deeds before man. So my channel is weak. Hey, man, God uses the weak things of the world to shame the, shame the wise. So hallelujah. <laughs> may, may, the Lord, may the Lord use this weak channel. Thanks for the compliment. But she's yep. walking around. She's doing yep. this. She's moving around. Okay. But it came from Adam. And even a piggyback off of that before I finish this, when you take a look in scripture where, you know, it says one God, you go look at the Hebrew word that's used there. And it's the same Hebrew word that's used as these two shall become one flesh. 
So that confirms, you know, what he said because you have. Well, no, it doesn't. It's. But do they fuse into one being like the Trinity doctrine explains? (laughs) You, sir, do not know what the Trinity doctrine is. If you think that's literally an argument against Trinitarian. I do not believe that the three persons fuse into one being. So I would I can I can rent, recommend some um some books if you like to because that's <laughs> that's not a that's not what any trinitarian believes so you know the wife who came from the rib you know who is still Adam warm man man warm man came from Adam right mankind came from Adam still Adam but yet separate okay and that's the same Hebrew word Boy, if you don't get what is he talking about, man? I have one man, man one. I have no clue what he's trying to even communicate. It's used for one God. So that's the tongue, the word of the father being separate, but yet it's still 100% him. So the tongue that gets cut out of the mouth is supposedly the word Jesus, which makes it 100% God, but yet it's the word. It's guys, if you're confused, don't worry. There's 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 numerous of us here that are confused. All right, y'all, I'm done playing the video. I have more, but this is going to be a two part series. (laughs) Does this mean I'm conjoined with my wife? Apparently so. Maybe the wife is the tongue. You know what? She's the rib living inside of you. (laughs) I'm going to do. I'm going to do part two tomorrow. If you guys can handle it, if you guys can handle it, if you, if the, uh, if you're spiritually mature, (laughs) um, then join, join tomorrow because we'll, we'll do another dive. And, and this time it'll be mostly Marcus Rogers speaking, uh, you know, and so, uh, Yo, Josh, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate the chat, man. Uh, I'm glad this is helpful, man. He needs some milk. That's right. He needs some milk for sure. Um, yes, yeah, Siamese twins. Apparently so. I, I'm gonna take. A, we're gonna take a look tomorrow at uh, Marcus Rogers. Um, more so explaining, and we'll we'll do what we did tonight. Uh, like I said, if you can't, I understand. <laughs> if you can't, I understand. Um, tomorrow, what time? I will be going live tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central. Central Standard Time. Tomorrow. So y'all be ready. Part two of this. Um, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Like this video. Click the notification bell so you don't miss part two and other videos that I do. So, so so I don't know if I can handle part two. I I understand. I understand. Uh, and so I'll, I'll, since I'm going, I I, I thought it'd be around two hours. I'm at an hour 45. So maybe I'll go 15 more minutes. Someone says, did I go to seminary? I did not go to seminary. Um, I did not go to seminary. Um, Books I'm willing, books I'll recommend. I'll recommend 
The Forgotten Trinity by James White. I'll revert. I'll recommend uh my brother Chris Best has been recommending uh Bavink's uh four volume set and he gets into those issues of the nature of God things like that. Um, let's see what else I have. Um. I'll have to look. I know I got... These aren't all my books. These are just a section of my books. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys have any questions, statements you want me to address, uh, maybe I'll uh, take a few minutes just to answer those. Well, here's what I'll do in the meantime, though. Um, if you guys want to stay in contact off of YouTube, there's uh, descriptions. Uh, I have a, a list of uh, social media stuff you can follow me on. Uh, Twitter is in the description below. Twitter.com slash KDubTrue. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, um, my Facebook page. Um, Facebook.com slash. What is it? All Things Theology. Check that out. Uh, you go. If you sometimes. Some people, they rather listen to uh, what I'm doing now on podcasts. Uh, podcast search all things theology any podcast app my videos will come up by um, things like that and as always if, if you have any questions for me uh you can email me my email is in the description kdubtrue k-d-u-b-t-r-u same as the channel at gmail.com and i will try my best to to get back with you uh so yeah so delight in the trinity yes by michael reeves have that book as well very good book excellent um, so yes, uh, yeah, follow me on those sources. Yeah, man, let's stay in touch. I, 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 I've been enjoying going live recently. You guys have been very, uh, <laughs> you've been, you've been helping the show. This, this, this will not be possible apart from your guys support, um, things like that. I don't, I don't think I would be going live as much. I, 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 I used to do a lot of more pr premieres. Then I saw, uh, you know, once I did lives, I saw saw people being more interactive and i was like you know what i'll do this i'll start doing more lives more so than premieres and so um you guys have been great i appreciate all the support and if there aren't any questions then maybe i'll come to an end on this uh but yes if if you aren't for it to tomorrow uh <laughs> if you can stomach it I, I think that was the hardest part that was i put a lot of I, the uh, tomorrow's video probably won't be as long and so um that that was the hardest part i, I didn't i didn't know if i was going to get uh through it yes uh dina uh, uh posted my patreon account if you like to see videos before they come out you can become a patreon member or you can sign up to become a member through youtube and so feel free man Am I still doing the church discipline videos yes i do want to do a video on the church and and get things like that uh, so yeah, so yeah, so, um, someone said, where's the, where's the suggestion box at Firehouse Church? I doubt they have one. <laughs> I have not, I doubt they have one. And so, did you see video of pastor with belt? Uh, no, I didn't, uh, send it to me if you think it's something I should address or, and, and guys, I'm always willing to address, um videos you guys want to send me something uh content is always you know needed uh sheba dog saying good job oh yeah go sheba sheba new 
appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I like Shiva. Uh, I appreciate you, uh, Crown. Um, God bless you. God bless you all. Like I said, I, I hope you guys enjoy the video. And uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to next week actually have a conversation with someone who says baptism saves. Um, so uh, you guys know how I do on my channel. I like to have people who disagree with me. And we have a cordial discussion, you know. Uh, we may end up disagreeing. We may, we may not come to a resolution. Okay. But my email is in the uh, description, by the way, Pastor Gary Morris. Um, you know, but I do like having conversations with people who may not think like me. And we just go to the Word of God. You guys saw last week I had a conversation with uh, Uncle J.E. You guys know him. Many of you guys know him. And uh, we, we we discussed, uh, you know, Trinitarian versus... Uh, modalism and so so yeah i thought it was a good discussion and so like i hope to do hey god bless you raymond good good to see you in here man and so i like to do that i think it's the best way to see two opposing views uh and uh you know see um yeah just see what the word of god says in light of that so i've never heard of chris la sala nope and so yeah, I'm gonna end it here, guys. Man, we we've gone an hour and fifty. This might be one of my longest, longest lives. Thank you guys for watching. Like the video if you have not liked the video. Subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed to the channel. And guys, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I drop future content. It helps me out. And guys, I thank you for partnering with my ministry. You know how we do it here at All Things Theology. Grace and peace to the next time. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, man. Grace and peace, y'all. To the next time.